Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, our mission to serve and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. Today, I want to talk about your job. First, I want to address something that so many of us overlook in our compensation that can make a big difference. Later, if you're working from home, do you know, is the company you work for, your boss, spying on you? Wait till you hear how much that's going on. So I've been talking to people who've been using the advantage of the labor shortage to bid up their pay, going usually to a new place to work. But there's an aspect of this that's come up twice recently in my conversations with people that I want to discuss with you, and that is the pay alone is not the only thing you should be looking at when you're looking at new job opportunities that the marketplace is offering you right now. So what else matters? All right, so you worry about what the monthly paycheck is or what the pay is per week or per hour or whatever, and that's what most of us tend to focus on because we're thinking about our bills. But let's look even medium term. What other things matter? So a hidden way that you get compensation is with the health benefits you're offered by a place. If you're working one place, it's paying you less per hour, but they offer you employer-paid health coverage or overwhelmingly employer-paid health coverage, that's worth a lot of money to you. If the next place you go doesn't offer health coverage or offers minimal subsidy, there's a lot of additional money you're having to lay out every month. What do they do about a retirement benefit? Do they offer a big match on a 401k? Do they offer a good 401k plan? What's your promotion potential with that company? I mean, I really want you to think about wider than just the paycheck. I mean, today, benefits has become a confusing area because there are a lot of weirdo benefits that companies may offer. I've talked on multiple occasions over the last year about employers trying to retain workers by offering free college, subsidized college, where the employer pays for your education, so then you don't have any student loans. So you got to think through, what are your goals in life? What are your goals in that job? What are the financial requirements that you have that go way beyond a paycheck? And so this is the kind of thing that you do pen and paper or a spreadsheet and you compare what you got now versus what that lure is that might attract you. Rarely, I mean, this is something 
I think how much the world's changed that early in my career, one of the big calculations was what kind of pension one employer offered versus another or one who didn't offer a pension versus another that did. Today, I mean, gosh, who gets a pension anymore? So that's not even a factor generally at all. So it's all these other things that add up to an overall thing. And then then there's another factor. Are you a career kind of person at this point in your life or is it just a job? And that's really something you got to think about for yourself. Are you just passing time with the employer you're with and the employer you're looking to go to? Or is there a journey, there's a path you're trying to go on with your career? Are you trying to work your way up a ladder somewhere? Or is your goal to have your own business someday? And how do you get to that? Are you getting experience on a job that helps you with the business you want to start? So think it through beyond an hourly rate, a weekly pay, an annual salary, and think the bigger picture because this is a time of opportunity for you to do a job and career reset because of how much employers are begging for you. Krista? Okay, this is from Josh in North Carolina. He has 529 plan feedback and a suggestion. Why are your plan investment minimums not considered in the 529's Dean's List? I selected my state's plan, which is the North Carolina Honor Roll, because there was a $25 minimum to get started. For the longest time, I thought I needed a minimum of $3,000 to invest, and that kept me from investing. Important data to have. Josh, thank you for that feedback. Nobody has made a suggestion like that before you right now. I guess the reason we didn't include minimums is that early in 529 plans, years and years ago, there were plans that were unreachable, unattainable because they had these very large minimums. The good news today is that 529 plans overwhelmingly have either very low monthly contributions you must do like $15 a month or they have very small minimums like the 25 you mentioned to open an account in North Carolina and so I would tell you that expect that you're going to be able to open a 529 plan with a very low minimum with almost any plan and it's unusual very unusual today that you have to have a large amount of money to open a plan. So I'll think about it. I'll see if what I've said is truly accurate, that uh, it's pretty much universal now that you can do the low minimums. If that is a problem, what we'll do is we'll go back and add a footnote to plans that require large minimums to open. And Tom in Vermont says, my wife and I have tried to be pretty good savers over the years, but we are facing a huge dilemma. Our two sets of twins are juniors and seniors. Yes, they are only 15 months apart. We max out our both of our Roths, my 457, and contribute about 10% to her 403B. We make yearly contributions to all four girls' 529 plans, and each has about enough for one year of in-state school tuition. 
We are absolutely overwhelmed with the likely cost of tuition. We believe two or three will enter secondary education with the fourth entering the military like her dad. I'm completely willing to assist with loans once they begin paying on them and will help where I can, but would both like to retire by 55 and enjoy our retirement. It's only nine years away. I'm an in-state school alumni who benefited from the GI Bill and paid my own way. Am I terrible for suggesting something similar for my children? It seems like we are in a minority of parents who think that way these days. So I think it's just fine if your kids go to a state school to beyond the 529 for the kids to borrow from the federal student loan program in order to be able to defray the cost of education so that you can stay on your path to retirement. It is very important that retirement be a higher priority than paying for your kids' college education. You are subsidizing your kids' college education. But to feel like you should sacrifice your own retirement to pay for it, I think is a mistake. And that the way you're thinking is absolutely right. So I know that parents feel a lot of guilt about this. Let the guilt go. I mean, there's so many ways to pay for college now, like your kids could work part-time at one of the employers that pays for your college education. Your kids could start at community college, which costs like nothing, do the first two years there, and then they would have money already there for their junior and senior year, having to borrow very small amounts of money in order to be able to get their bachelor's. And this is from Sherry in Tennessee. Can you explain what dividend stocks are? What types of people would want to include dividend-paying stocks in their portfolio? So dividend-paying stocks are ones that just by breathing, just by owning the stock, the company pays a dividend or a share of the profits to you typically every 90 days. And so there are stocks that are very heavily tilted towards dividends, which tend to be, they call them widows and orphan stocks, which are the ones that own typically utility company stocks, things like that, that the companies are generally considered to be pretty stable and they pay out a big ongoing dividend. And so there are people who really like to own the stock, hope that it goes up in value over time, but be able to benefit with current spending from the dividends. And I've got on Clark.com an explanation of how dividend stocks fit in retirement planning and investing for retirement. And straight ahead, I'm going to talk about spyware that has become so prominent with so many people who work in office jobs that are now working from home. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have been such a privileged individual over the last 19 months of coronavirus in that I've been able to continue to work remotely. I have not had to be in a position where with my pre-existings, I would face danger in an office. And there are roughly about a third of American workers who've been fortunate enough who are not in direct public contact work who've been able to work more or less remotely. Employers, many of them, were uncomfortable with the remote work but felt they had no choice, and many had expected that this would be the week or last week would be the week that people would be coming back to the office. The Delta variant took care of that, and now companies are delaying generally any thought of return till 22, waiting to see what happens with COVID and whatever variant follows the Delta variant. So companies really based on the leadership, they have a personality. And a lot of companies tend to have older people running them who despise this remote work. And they feel this loss of control over their workers And so, so many companies are using spyware to spy on their employees. And it's absolutely crazy. Do you know, according to a report I read in The Guardian, Google queries, you know, when people go to Google and they search for something, queries for spyware are up roughly 250%. So employers are looking hard for software programs that give employers the ability to do all kinds of things like look at you through the camera on the computer. Uh, There are a bunch of companies involved in that. They're known in the trade as tattleware or bossware. And this is something that employers feel just fine looking at you with virtually no disclosure to you that they are spying on you and turning the camera on I mean somebody may be in their pajamas working or who knows what they're wearing and that is way too invasive for me I'm a big fan of you taping over the camera on your work issued computer until and unless you're on a Microsoft meeting or Google Meets or Zoom or whatever thingy they use where you work for the company online meetings, the video meetings, and keep it covered except when you're in one of those things. Because these software programs that the employers are putting on company-issued computers Give them the ability to do all kinds of things. They can, uh, one thing I can tell you 
it's clear with every one of these formats. If you like social media, and a lot of people love going on social media, uh, a lot of people may go to content that may be racy, let's put it that way. Uh, don't ever use a company-issued machine or any company network for any social media or any content that maybe uh, uh, might not look so appropriate to an employer. And certainly no adult entertainment content ever on any company device. Because with all this spyware companies are using, or tattleware, or whatever you want to call it, bossware, they are going to know what you've been up to on that machine. And this is advice I used to give about computers in the office. But, you know, in the comfort of your own home, you forget, hey, my employer issued that computer to me. It's their computer. And they can do pretty much anything invasive on it involving you so remember this take it to heart and cover up that camera so that when you least expect it maybe somebody peering in watching you at a time that you don't want them watching you krista Okay, a few car-related questions here, Clark. One from Hillary in Texas. We purchased a minivan. We took out a loan with it that we paid off the following day. We took the minivan to a mechanic the next day, and they found some issues with the engine and catalytic converter. We were able to return the van, and they said that it would take one to two weeks to return our money. It has been six weeks, and they keep giving excuses that someone higher in the company needs to do another approval. Now they're asking us if they can send us our refund in Zelle. Seriously? So this is some form of bank-issued loan, I'm gathering, and the bank is taking its sweet time to issue a refund, and I've never had a situation where a bank asked to make the refund to someone through Zelle. So as in most cases, the car dealer arranged the financing, and then it's done through some kind of financial institution. And this is nuts that you've been waiting like this. So one thing you should do, Hillary, is immediately, this moment that you hear this from me, you file a complaint at consumerfinance.gov against the bank that is the one, the servicer, that is not returning your money. This is unconscionable and unacceptable by them. Um, the fact that they took the vehicle back and gave and said they would give you your money back is a very unusual situation for a car dealer. I assume you bought from one of the places that has a five or seven day right to return for a refund. I don't know if you've considered going to the general manager of the location where you bought the vehicle and try to get him or her to give you help as well. But do the consumerfinance.gov complaint form immediately. Let the bank know you've done that. And if you're active on social media, you need to be posting this all over the place. Keep the story short, sweet. Don't get into a bunch of detail. Just talk about how you were a victim of reverse bank robbery that you cannot get your money back 
and let's see if something starts to shake that money loose. And if there's something that I've misunderstood about your story, please repost, Hillary. This is from Dave in Virginia. Do KBB or Edmunds used car prices reflect the current used car market? If not, how can I determine the value of my used car? Dave, this is a wonderful question, and I'm feeling like KBB and Edmunds have had trouble keeping up with a distorted used vehicle market right now. It's not as distorted as it was earlier this year, but the used car market is still in a bit of a mess. And I would say the easiest way for you to find out if the KBB or Edmunds values are accurate is go online and get a used value quote from um, Carvana that will give you an instant quote of what they'll buy your vehicle for for a seven-day window. And that will be a pretty good indicator of what average trade-in would be for your vehicle. Right now, the used vehicle market is so short a product that you can even go to a dealer for the brand of vehicle it is, and they will make an offer to you what they would pay you to buy your vehicle. So you would have from Carvana, and you'd have from a local franchise dealer for the brand, you would have a price immediately. And if you didn't hear the story earlier this year, Dave, I sold a van, two-year-old van that we had bought new, sold it used for $5,000 more approximately than what I'd paid for it because the used vehicle market has been so short a product. This is from Ron in California. I'm interested in buying a new car and remember being told that it makes sense to take out a home equity loan for the purchase since the interest is tax deductible. I have excellent credit and would qualify for a low rate. Also considering a cash-out refi for the purchase since I've only been in the home a few years but have considerable equity. Okay. <laughs> Shallow breathing I'm doing. What's the, what's the breathing they tell us? in Diaphragmatic yoga? breathing is something people use a lot for. Okay. 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 I'm just about okay now. Okay. All right. Auto loans for people with great credit scores are ultra, ultra low rates, particularly from a credit union you will be able to get a lower rate on a vehicle loan than what you'd pay on a home equity line or loan. The reality is a home equity line or loan is in theory not deductible unless the money is used for the home itself. And a purchase of a vehicle, you're going to lose the deductibility of it anyway. Besides, the deductibility of the interest is not that valuable. So you also don't want to put your home at risk. You know, you take out a vehicle loan and you can't pay, you lose the vehicle. You take out a home equity line or loan or do a cash out refi and something happens and you can't pay that, you lose your house. So for every reason I can think of, if you're not a member yet, join a credit union, get pre-approved for a vehicle loan at the credit union and use that loan to buy the vehicle. And if we didn't get to your question today, you want advice, you can reach out to our Team Clark Consumer Action Center, available to you Monday through Friday, Eastern Time Zone, 10 to 4. And you can call them for, this is free one-on-one advice, 636-49-CLARK, 636-49-CLARK.